If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Good evening and welcome to Johnny's Prime. Coming up here, first Deputy Speaker fights claims Oseche Mezabonso had to resign as Majority Leader for him to serve as Chairman of the MPP Manifesto Committee. He insists that Swami MP is so hardworking he could have done both. Disappointed that the chair decided to stand up. He's extremely hardworking and he can sit from morning to morning. We have details as he expresses disappointment in the resignation of Osei Chairman Sabonsu as Majority Leader. Also coming up here, Kidney Patient Association fears the worst as treatment of kidney patients across the country face fresh challenges. In this bulletin, Konfuanoche Teaching Hospital, which serves as a referral hospital for more than 10 regions, reveals it is turning away patient in need of dialysis treatment. At 8 p.m., I hand over to Emma Davis to bring you prime business. And the National Petroleum Authority assures industry players it will soon come out with a verdict on Centio Oil Refining selling unwholesome products to the market. I, I would say that to a large extent, the issue is under control because we have held meetings with Centio Refinery and where it is necessary where any of the OMC have brought it to our attention and there is the need, we have evacuated the product back to the refinery to be corrected. Later at 8.30, Razak Musbao will be joining with Prime Sports. Well, government finally settled outstanding bonuses of the Black Queens a day after the team threatened to boycott the Olympic qualifier against Zambia. We'll bring you details as the team wraps up training for the game tomorrow, Friday. We are your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Thanks for choosing us. Please stay. Joy News Prime Headlines was brought to you by... Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices. Yes, sir. Now, 
Our first Deputy Speaker of Parliament, Joseph Osewusu, says Osei Mensabunsi did not have to resign as Majority Leader to be able to serve as Chairman of the MPP's Manifesto Committee. This has been offered as part of the reasons why the Swami legislator had to step aside. We'll hear from the first Deputy Speaker shortly. First, here is a report by Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Kwekwasante capturing the responses to the Majority Leader's resignation in Parliament. The minority MPs believe Oseche Mensabonsi, the former majority leader, has been forced out. Today, he came in need to the floor of the House, first took a seat behind the chair that would ordinarily belong to him as majority leader. Later on in the day, though, he, he went there for like a minute and then left. But Oseche Mensabonsi, in an exclusive interview with Johnny's, tells me that he will be willing to break his silence on all this tomorrow. Hey, leader, why didn't you take your seat? You took another seat today. <laughs> Leader, can you confirm officially that you told the president that you had resigned? Leader, can you tell us, join you something, that you were resigned officially, and what is in the works now? I'll speak to you tomorrow. Okay, thank you, Leader. Leader! <laughs> Once a leader, always a leader. I tell you. Did I always? Let's go. I'm telling you. Why? It's always a leader. Cobra. 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 NDC MPs really believe that he has been forced out. I get the sense that he was forced out. I got this information about a week ago that there was going to be some changes in the leadership and actually spoke with Honorable Afenyo Markins. You know, myself and he is my very good friend. I asked him, is it true that you be made the majority leader? And he said he's unaware of any of such moves. You know, they say that um, one of the important rules in any game is knowing when to walk away. And I think that... Um, Time and experience, to a very large extent, uh, have tamed Osaichi Mensabonsu. And even if there was an attempt to push him out, it is simply because he's been tamed. Well, majority MPs believe that there is no rancor within their side, and as far as they are concerned, all is calm. Uh, he's been given a very important role. Drafting the uh, manifesto of um, Dr. Baumia, it's a very tedious work. And so he, it was going to be a bit difficult to combine the two. I mean, leading the majority and doing that. And so um, some of us are at peace that he voluntarily decided to give up the position so he can concentrate on this new one. But some believe that he was forced out. Well, I was in the meeting. Uh, he said he was voluntarily. We expect that the National Council of the New Patriotic Party will meet on Friday to finalize the decision on the resignation of Osei Chairman Sabunsu and announce his replacement. That replacement is expected to be his deputy, um, Alexander Fenyomakin, who will now become the new uh, majority leader. There has also been some penciled appointments of other persons, including the chief whip, um, Frank Arodompre, who is said to become the deputy leader, as well as some promotions that will happen. And we expect that this communication will formally come before the House next week. Reporting for Joy News, Kweku Asante, Parliament House, Accra.
New Addressing Journalist in Parliament, Joseph Osewusu, explained that Officer Chairman Sabonsu had been offered the Manifesto Committee role, and even when that came, he still had not contemplated on resigning. I'm disappointed that the chair decided to stand down. He has been a fantastic leader, an extremely hard working, and I would have wished that he stayed on till the end. So did he come to you as a surprise? Yes, he did. But as to what got to him, I'm sure we better let him explain. Well, once he stood down, it means he's no longer the majority leader. But as to whether any change has happened or not, I don't have any information. Uh, I'm not aware that uh, any person has been either nominated or discussed or chosen by the side. The manifesto committee's suggestion oh. was made to him before he resigned. At that time, he had not contemplated resigning. So I don't think it would have caused any uh, defect in his work. As anybody of who has been close to him knows, he's extremely hardworking. And he can sit from morning to morning if there's work to be done. Well, Jose Usu is not happy with the speaker's interpretation of the standing orders on how leaders are appointed, uh, insisting it has even further confused matters in the House. I can't see how you can interpret standing orders of Parliament to bring in a party, which is not a member of Parliament. That interpretation, I can't see where the basis of that and for me, that is a confusion that has been thrown into the interpretation of the new standing orders by Mr. Speaker himself. I'm not sure you can call this an interpretation because an interpretation comes about when there's disagreement as to the meaning of a particular clause or order. There was no such thing. I thought the Honorable Member for Tamale North was making a comment in jest. So, uh, Mr. Speaker's opinion could, should not and could not be called an interpretation. It's only offering an opinion. And that's why, if it were an interpretation, uh, I wouldn't have had the courage to, or even the opportunity to offer an alternative one. But as to opinions, his opinion is different from mine. As to the meaning of that, it's different from that of the Honorable uh, Atachian. Well, joining us via Zoom is political science lecturer with the University of Ghana, Kwame Asante. Um, Doc, I'm grateful to you for joining us here. Now, let's start with a conversation about whether Oseche Mr. Bonsu had resigned voluntarily or he was forced to. Now, from where you sit, how do you see it? Um, That's a difficult one because I don't know what has gone into uh, the thinking of the Honorable uh, Member of Parliament uh, to leave his job. Uh, so it will be difficult for me uh, to find out what has really um, forced him out of Parliament. But whatever it is, mm. he's out. Uh, so let's find uh, how we can uh, discuss the issues mm. uh, from where he has left off. Now we have had people like the first Deputy Speaker and other senior members backing his stay. Before the sudden turn of event, what could be the impact on the majority in the House? So, if you have uh, a leader like uh, Chairman Zabos, who has spent all his life in Parliament supporting the party through thick and thin, one would have expected that if you want to 
uh, have him removed or want him to go out. And there's a way of going about it. That is if you have not picked any signal to the effect that he's doing something um, against the party's interest in parliament. Um, you discuss these things and in, by involving the stakeholders, then at the end of the day, a decision is rich, which means that it is acceptable to all. Um, once you veer off this type of word path, you expose yourself and you create all manner of problems for yourself. So you have uh, at one breath, uh, the caucus saying that, yes, we are fortified by standing order five, which says that we have the power to select our leaders. And then the party saying that we give birth to you and that uh, it should start from uh, the party. Of course, you have the speaker coming. Doc, uh, kindly unmute so we can follow what you're saying, sir. Doc, so, so, so let me find out from you what steps should the party take going forward? Doc, kindly unmute so we can hear what you're telling us. And I want to find out from you what, oh. is, what the party should do going forward. Oh, I believe that a matter of this nature, the party should be able to have all the uh, the stakeholders, and here I'm talking about the caucus and the party itself, meet at the table, discuss the issue thoroughly, and at the end of the day, reach a consensus. And then that consensus will become the decision for the party. A decision of that nature, when it is reached, the good thing about it is that uh, every member who was part of that decision is prepared to defend it when such a decision comes out attack. That is the beauty of consensus building. And that is what you need. I don't think this matter should break the neck of MPP. MPP is too strong for okay. such uh, a light matter to take the shine of their work in Parliament. Um, I, I am not expecting one group, either the caucus or the party, to say that we are the one with the power to do this. Even though, if you look at the language of the caucus, um, that they are fortified by the that provision in the uh, the, the standing orders who say right. that they should they will elect their 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 leaders. Okay. But that is a sound argument. But they cannot do that without the party. But remember, the party gives the caucus the oxygen. So okay. the two must work hand in hand to reach that decision. Th th thank you so much, uh, Dr. Kwame Asante, for joining us here. Now, majority of constituents in the Swami constituency in the Asante region have thrown their support behind a member of parliament. Resignation from position of majority leader. Now, to them, he has served well in his role as leader of the majority caucus. Correspondent uh, uh, or people who have been speaking to join us say the resignation will enable him to offer his best in Dr. Mahmoudou Baumier's campaign for election 2024. He has been a, a minority leader for four years, I think, and a majority leader for seven years, two months now. And for him to resign, we know what he can do. And anytime you go to him, he say party first. Anything that will make uh, MPP party break the eight, that is what we have to really behind, not about any individual. So I think what he has done is the interest of the party. In Ghana, everybody knows that Honorable HMS have served well as a member of parliament as a majority leader 
and several, both the NDC and the MPP. Even uh, the efforts that he had made at the parliament, it's good for him to resignate from the parliament house so that the party will just carry on to break the eight. He has resigned to save himself from disgrace. Some time ago, he was almost beaten at Swami magazine. He couldn't perform as MP and a majority leader. I think our MP wants to concentrate on his new role in Baumia's campaign. It is good. He's sacrificing for the party. Away from that, the Ghana Meteorological Agency is warning of serious health risks induced by excessive rise in temperatures. A weather warning issued by the agency indicated that the high temperatures experienced in the country as a result of the sun's movement from the southern to the northern hemisphere, and the situation will persist till April. Now, uh, let's uh, bring in chief weather forecast at the Ghana Meteorological Agency. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Uh, who is joining me via Zoom now for details of the climatic conditions Ghana has to deal with now grateful to you Felicity for joining us will the heat get worse yeah, thanks so much and good evening um, yes uh, we expect it to the temperatures to increase and then uh, between now and April so we should expect higher temperatures for more days ahead now, is Ghana the only country in the sub-region experiencing hotter than usual weather conditions? No, it is not only Ghana. It affects the whole uh, West African sub-region. But then, uh, some areas are likely to have the normal trend, whilst others may have uh, slightly above the normal um, temperatures. Mm. You are given a period with which this will persist too. Do we know when the situation is expected to change? Um, yes, uh, by June, where we have uh, abundance of moisture, where we have uh, a lot of uh, cloud in the atmosphere, uh, this is the time that uh, we uh, the, the temperatures will start to reduce for both day and night, especially for the southern sector. For the northern sector, from that uh, 
time up to I guess September, they will also have a, a decrease in the uh, temperatures. But from now till the April, uh, the atmosphere most times will be clear, and that means it will be cloudless. We will have less dust concentration. So therefore, we have a lot of uh, short wave radiation being absorbed or reaching the ground surface directly. So uh, temperatures will be on the higher side. Uh, most stations within the southern sector are likely to record uh, about uh, 34, 37 degrees Celsius. Then those over the north are likely to have uh, from 37 up to 42. And uh, there are indications that some areas are likely to go beyond the 42 over the north, especially those around the upper east and then the upper west region. For greater Accra, we are anticipating an average of 33 to 35 degrees Celsius. Well, interesting. Let's talk about Greg here. What will be the impact of these high temperatures on crops and how rapidly can that affect food security? Um, when it comes to uh, when it comes to farming, um, we will have a more rapidly uh, loss of uh, soil moisture uh, because uh, any available moisture will be evaporated, so the soil will be a bit drier. Be warned that once you pick up a refreshingly cold drink from McDonald's and people see just how refreshingly cold that drink from McDonald's is, you may create drink envy because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. For a morning brew that really creates a stir, get any size iced coffee, including caramel and French vanilla, for just 99 cents before 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. So those that will be engage in uh, vegetable farming need to do more of irrigational purposes and then they also they need to protect their cloud cover uh, but then in between we'll be getting one or two weeks, just like what we experienced today in greater Accra, a central and western region we'll have some rainstorms that may drift in from the ocean that will induce cloudiness so and then some areas may get rain but it's not going to be frequent it's just going to be once a week or once every two weeks that's when we have the strength and so um, for farming purposes this may not be the right time for them once the rain set in then they can go ahead to do farming but for now it's not the start of the rainy season for agricultural purposes okay now, a professor at the University of Ghana Medical School, Titus Bayou, is concerned that currently the current uh, weather condition could have devastating impact on some persons. He joins me via Zoom with details uh, to, on, on this subject. Grateful to you, Prof, for joining us. 
Now, who are those most at risk in this weather condition? Yeah, good evening and thank you for having me. Um, the most at risk population will be the elderly uh, and people who have some underlying medical conditions um, that cannot tolerate heat well. Uh, many people in the adult population should be fine because the body has an, an internal uh, thermoregulating mechanism in the brain that helps us maintain our normal body temperature um, even in the presence of extreme weather conditions. But in the elderly, sometimes this mechanism may fail and therefore uh, they may be prone to what we call heat-related illnesses. Um, that can move from heat exhaustion all the way to the severest form, which is heat stroke. And that can actually be deadly. And so I would say that it's mainly the elderly um, that are at most uh, risk. What are some of the conditions people generate in extreme temperatures? And, and what can be done to mitigate all of these conditions? Yeah, so for people, especially the elderly who get dehydrated and are exposed to very high weather, um, or high te- external temperature if their thermoregulatory mechanism doesn't work efficiently and their body temperature rises between 37 to about 40 degrees Celsius, which is what we are expecting a normal um, environmental temperature to be from the meteorologist, then these people can suffer what we call heat exhaustion. In heat exhaustion, they get very dehydrated, they start hyperventilating, and some of them can become um, confused and some can actually become unconscious. If you have the very extreme form where the body temperature goes above 40 degrees Celsius, then you can have multi-organ failure, and that can lead to a heat stroke, and, and that can result in death. And that will usually be preceded by delirium, some level of confusion, and they may pass out. And so around this time, the precautions will be that people have to stay very hydrated. I am particularly worried that um, the projected time of the most harsh form of the temperature will be around the time that we are in Ramadan. And if you listen to the meteorologists in the upper west, upper east, the northern parts are expected to have a very high temperature around this time. This also coincides with the holy month of fasting. And if people do not hydrate well, and stay outdoors and get dehydrated and with, with such extreme temperatures, and especially in the elderly, then we could have problems. Okay. So advice would be for people to hydrate very well, stay uh, in shady areas indoors as much as is possible. Um, they should wear light-colored clothes and not heavy clothes okay. so that they can perspire uh, and not absorb heat into their body too much. And also for event organizers who organize programs that get people to congregate if you have elderly among the speakers these people should be given a lot of room around them when they have to speak so they get enough airflow around them and then at all, all times they should be very well hydrated okay thank you doc for joining us yeah now the extreme heat does not only have impact on the elderly of the human population rather it also affects wildlife as it forces reptiles and creeping animals to flee their natural habitat and invade human settlements while this season lingers, the public is being advised to be cautious. Dr. Samuel Azuma is a veterinary officer with the Wildlife Division of the Forestry Commission, and he joins me via Zoom to share more light on this subject. Grateful to you, Doc, for joining. Now, can you confirm if this season is uh, one for migration of reptiles from the natural habitat? 
Oh, um, thank you for having me. Um, good evening to you, and good evening, various viewers. Um, yes, of course. Um, just like um, the heat wave of human life, then applies to animals, um, wild animals, of course. Um, this heat of wave definitely causes um, evaporation, which um, eventually leads to drought. To mention earlier, uh, reptiles and amphibians uh, largely depend on, on water, especially during their reproductive, um, uh, you know, um, ages. Um, so therefore, if water bodies dry up, it's going to move them away from their natural habitat uh, because they definitely need to seek for refuge in, you know, other areas. And they sometimes drive them from such habitat into a human settlement. And of course, um, as we are aware, uh, in Ghana, people are not uh, very friendly with wildlife species. And therefore, when they get into their um, uh, compounds, they tend to kill them. Therefore, it has a very devastating effect mm. on wild animal species. Okay. So what measures then can be taken to mitigate the danger that these wildlife could also pose to humans as well? Because whilst yeah, you make the point that we may be killing them, they also pose danger to the human race, don't they? Of course. Um, humans, um, we need wildlife for our survival because they play very important roles in the ecosystem. You know, uh, for example, uh, reptiles control mice or rodents whose uh, overpopulation can actually lead to disease transmission. Uh, therefore, we need to ensure that we coexist uh, with them. Therefore, when you are building your house, uh, it will be good that you seek for, um, you seek expert opinion on how you can make your house snake proof or, you know, where you can also prevent other uh, raptor species to um, enter your house. We also highly recommend that when you come across any wildlife species within your environment, please don't destroy or don't kill such a species. Okay. Reach out to any wildlife, um, you know, office within your locality, or kindly report to the district or municipal assembly. Okay. Close to you, so that um, when we are caught, we can come in to rescue such a species. Okay. So uh, we want to encourage the public mm. not to panic when they come across some of these uh, species, but then. They should get in touch with the wildlife division okay. or the local authority so that we can come in to rescue such um, animals. All right. Thank you, sir, for joining. Now, away from that, political scientist and CDD fellow has raised concerns over the economic ideas and policies proposed by two major political parties, the NDC and the MPP, going into the 2024 general election. A recent analysis by the CDD suggests that these ideas may struggle to produce desired outcomes especially in the face of current governance challenges. According to Dr. John Osai Kwapong of the CDD, the ongoing campaigns have also failed to adequately address democratic aggression to represent the sentiment of the electorate and highlight the need for substantive ideas to lead the country towards a more solid path of economic growth. Mm, you know, based on my analysis of the Afrobarometer data, 
and most recently our performance on the Economic Intelligence Unit's uh, Democracy Index. What the point I'm trying to make is that the economic issues are very important, right? I mean, Ghanaians would uh, agree that we face some major economic pinch points over the last several years. And so it's good that the, you know, the political parties, but mainly our two main candidates, are proposing ideas on how to fix the economy. But in an environment where there are also governance challenges, where citizens are having increasing mistrust in institutions or increasing perceptions of corruption or feeling like their leaders don't really um, listen to much of what they have to say, then those economic issues and challenges, as you are trying to address them in an environment of governance challenges, you would not reap the full benefits of it. Now, some voters at Avenal Railway in Accra say they are disappointed by the performance of the Akufuado Premier administration, hence they will consider other alternatives in the 2024 general elections. Others, however, believe the government's flagship free SHS policy is enough reason to retain the MPP. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Your mama penna had a channel or no, I might be about from 2012. One to a royal net, a thousand two, thousand two, thousand two. Nana, they say royal cobus a royal, a cobet ten thousand. So I say, what do I really in Pokrano? I find any market take a ticket to be on Nana, a ceremo, MPP, a ceremo, a ceremo, Montetania, Maso, near see to no sentiment to be. It's a moon be a juma, my head, yet. Yes, 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 because first, I had Dean, I had Dean say SHS will be 
Nti se nipa adwene pa woni trim ana nipa odwene o man ho etimi ye sadi we e de mani pa. Na se otimi se nipa no adwene pa ye de e woni trim. Sa enyoma no so e na se se mo hwe na mo de to abaye de e de mano. Ana se sa no mano so no e na se se mo gina na mo de to abama no. Emre bi atwa gu no na se nka papa baako no ba na e fere jo mama no na ga se o ma no mo ma edin. Nti anka we dum ye ajinkwa e de magana fo. Sa o mo kura de o mebuyen. Asa bre sun kwa se kawanu tumo men kasa ifiso mu mu omuye ay omuye krokrokro sa na omukwa da munye ba kumba kumba kusi ifiso first no mitimi yitu ho asa na makwa djuma ende me go ma half that me remember say me kwa me de balance no e be sendo ye mako ho masa bemma en twere ne masa first no mi yitu ho a na me kuma djuma mitumo to me be ma djuma ba ne se me bako ma 100 cedia me ma no 40 50 me se naka no and what you say chimi sa ansa na balance na ko tumu chimuta ya oyo mampeni no oba ono so ne ono so ne woso it won't to abama na you don't need to insult him why you insult him why you blame him? like o o kawadwini din atem it won't say dia bia ye bia so so no ye bebu ho atan because why yenwoma be ye bia wo fase bi anya free search akọ unu e bia anya free search akọ wadam fu bi anya free search akọ free 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 search say dey akọ ubukwa na nipa no onam ankonam kra no na didi kra e din ma o ye de ko fo bi babika no na onene nware enti but na e ni de adigon and e menya kamesa back to misa ko back to bakuno bakuno e fro jo mama no onu mo ye better than this man our this is the election headquarters and this is still the journey's prime we'll take a break we'll be back with more please do stay Across Africa, a new era has begun. Shifting our focus to a new horizon, connecting us with the one purpose, to create and share opportunities to grow. tomorrow built by our dreams and our energy across our continent across the world we are creating a better way to a better future a pan african future together echo bank a better way a better africa for crystal clear and thrilling podcast and live shows Download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, MyJoy Online, Amazon services like Echo, Amazon Music, and Audible, Stitcher, Adobe Online, Overcast, and Pandora. Take note of everything. 
Sign up for the multimedia digital platforms now to stay updated. extremely busy. begun. Shifting our focus to a new horizon, connecting us with one purpose, to create and share opportunities to grow. So true. Wow. It has a working tortoise on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-S. Syntax. That is so true, my daughter. Well, it falls down into spiral. That's not true. But why? Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you Now, kidney patient association in the country fear the worst as treatment of kidney patients across the country encounter challenges. Now, the Confanoche Teaching Hospital um, is also one hospital that has had uh, have had to tend some patient in need of dialysis treatment away. As it currently operates, only one functional dialysis machine services are limited on uh, only in-house patients. Now, Yaojima has more in the following report. The Confanoche Teaching Hospital is a referral hospital for 12 
of the 16 regions in the country. Its nephrology unit is challenged with the necessary tools for the procedure despite the relevance. Professor Otre Ademensa explains some critical decisions the hospital has taken. Uh, the truth is that we at Confanochi presently have, I usually say, one and a half dialysis machines. And it's because one is working at full capacity, the other is working at fault. And so what it means is that we are no longer able to receive patients from outside for dialysis. So the dialysis in this hospital is restricted to uh, patients who are within the hospital. The tooling challenge of the hospital is not limited to dialysis machines. For over 18 years, the hospital has been without mammography machines. One key example is a mammography machine, which for the past about 18 years we haven't had one. And so we are picking up breast cancer cases in stages 3 and stage 4. Apparently about 70% of the cases of breast cancer are diagnosed in stage 3 and stage 4, basically because the effective screening that ought to be done with the help of a mammogram machine is not being done. Meanwhile, the challenge with spacing continues to affect the hospital's operations. Professor Dr. Adermensa explained though the hospital is constrained, they are forced to congest their facilities. As we speak, the place is meant, orange ward is meant for 12, we have presently have about 42 patients. Yellow is meant for 18, we have about 27 patients. Red is meant for 7, we have about 10 patients there as we speak now. And so if we decided that we're no longer receiving emergencies, obviously because the place is full, what it means is that we are practically asking patients who come in who are turned away to go and die. The release of funds for works on the mother and baby units comes as a relief for many in the Ashanti region. Finance Minister Dr. Mohamed Amin Adams reveals 14 million euros have been released for the purpose. Then I show you because of the consent by our president and the directive for us to find money and address uh, these outstanding uh, infrastructure issues. Uh, you have seen us moving very uh, quickly and this visit by me uh, demonstrates uh, that commitment. For Joy News, Nanaya Ojima Kumasi. Now this is coming just five months after Kolego Teaching Hospital was forced to shut down its renal unit under similar circumstances. At least 14 people died during that period. Meanwhile, at the peak of the dialysis crisis in October last year, the Director of Corporate Affairs at NHIA, Oswald Mings, promised a committee was to set up uh, to consider taking up dialysis costs. While Presidential Advisor on Health, Dr. Anthony Nziasari, at the time assured the government was working on a policy to make kidney transplants feasible. As it stands today, there's conversations. Um, and this is started, of course, based on your um, documentary. Um, even at the NHI level, the board is discussing, um, there's a committee that has been set up to have these conversations about dialysis, its implications, um, if NHI can do anything about it, and most importantly, make recommendations for the policymakers. And I'm happy Senior says there's a lot happening in that space. The Ministry of Health drives policy in our landscape. So whatever recommendations that the board will come up with, Will be passed on to the ministry and the policymakers for a direction on where we did you say that a committee has now been set up to review and consider whether you can afford to uh, take the dialysis cost is that what it is yes okay. before nhia can take on any disease condition we must do 
actual studies. There's a document which is being reviewed so that we have a law. It's very, very important. It has to go through cabinet for cabinet approval and then move to parliament for parliamentary uh, approval and uh, the president will assent to it. So that we can harvest the organ, we can uh, store the organ and also donate the organ. Let's interrogate this further. Joining us now is President of the Renal Patient Association of Ghana, Bafo Kojo Ahinkra. Grateful to you, sir, for joining. Let's start from the Confonochi Teaching Hospital. Do you know the number of uh, members uh, of your association who will not get access to dialysis now? Um, I, 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 for the numbers, I'm not quite sure because it keeps changing. Almost every day, both Kolebu and Confonochi, they get new patients. So probably I need to get the update from at them so that I can know that there's that number that uh, are being dialyzed there as of now. What about the promises government made on, on this platform? They promised to enroll you onto the health insurance scheme. What's the latest on that? My, my brother, we've not had anything. Uh, we are even trying to meet them. We are, we are trying to write to uh, Dr. Kuba. I think he's the new the health minister now. And before that, he was the one in charge of the health insurance. Um, he was the boss there. So we are trying to meet and write to them so that we'll mix them and then we'll see the way forward. But because Okoboye himself testified that it's doable. If the government wants to do it, they can do it. That is, if only, you know, already the NHI is already capped. Uh, it goes to the consolidated fund and then the Minister of Finance gives them any amount that they want. But if only the money can be given, all the money will be released to the NHI people, they said if they can do it. I mean, I remember he promised that it's doable. But all will depend on how government will let the fans get to them. So we are here to write to them because as I'm telling you now, we are still paying for the dialysis. Um, I'm grateful to you. Now also joining us now is the ranking member on Parliament's Health Committee, Minta Kando. And I will thank you for joining. What's the problem at Confuanoche? A whole referral institution with just one machine. That's serious. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, I am completely lost of words and if this government doesn't stop um, using knee-jerk knee reactions to solve challenges in the health sector, some of these things will keep reoccurring. There must be a sustainable way of resolving challenges in the health sector rather than these constant knee-jerk reactions. You know, we'll keep talking, talking, talking without having any practical solutions to the problem. You recall this issue came up from um, Kolebu Teaching Hospital and I had to go there with some of your um, reporters on several occasions and um, during those discussions the government said they were going to capture it under the National Health Insurance. The minister responsible for health appeared on the floor of the house and briefed parliament that they were looking, some of us raised some kind of criticism um, on their suggestions, but it still remains a hopeless hope. It still remains a deception, and nobody seems to be working on something of that nature. We keep wasting our health resources without prioritizing the very critical conditions we have in this country. Mm. Is it not useless? Is it not useless to be? spending money on uh, projects that is dotted across the length and breadth of the country mm. that will be completed in the next five, six years and we cannot 
we cannot solve challenges like renal or uh, dialysis issues. We cannot mm. even mm. renovate existing hospitals. Okay. And I know you, you, um, Joy FM, Joy News, you done a fantastic documentary on sick hospitals in this country. Yeah. We know at the moment, as I speak to you, it has taken for two or four to two to raise funds to renovate hospitals. Mm. All right. We have a government. Mm. A government is in place taking taxes from the people. And all they do is to give us hopeless hope. Okay. All they do is to keep deceiving us. Honorable, I'm grateful uh, uh, for, for this, uh, these thoughts tonight. Now, in the second part of Joy's feature, focusing on the struggles of the National Health Insurance Scheme, we turn our attention to the Confirmation Teaching Hospital, where the underfunded scheme has left many patients stranded at the hospital premises. The scheme has over the years served as a good intervention, but there have been instances where NHIS subscribers purchase medicines that should be covered under the scheme. My colleague Clinton Yabua has today's feature. Outside of the imposing gates of the accident and emergency unit of the Confuanochi Teaching Hospital and the waiting room of the KNUSC Hospital, a restless crowd gather with their faces imprinted with worry and desperation. These are not just visitors earnestly waiting for good news concerning their sick relatives, but patients and family members perturbed with medical bills they cannot foot. Gifty Boache almost shed a tear talking about her sick mother. She has spent days at the hospital, banking hopes on the National Health Insurance Scheme, which she describes as still. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. The scheme has become stale. Now, if you do not have money, you won't receive quality health care. Why? We have to pay for almost all the services received. The 
there have been several complaints about the quality of NHIS service provided by some health facilities across the Ashanti region. Some individuals are reporting long delays in receiving treatment due to not having a health insurance card. They disclose instances of lack of essential medication due to inadequate coverage of expenses. These required subscribers to purchase medicines that they expected should be covered under the scheme. Look at the number of drugs they have prescribed for me. Why would we be buying all sorts of drugs if it's working? They took 20 CDs before giving me a bed in the ward here in Kumasi South Hospital. Without receipt. I brought my mother, but we have to pay a bribe of 100 Ghana cities before getting a bed. I have bought all sorts of drugs.